0: Pool party! Start your weekend off right. Everybody jump in! It's a pool party! Broadcasting live from the Azila Ultra Pool at the Sahara, Las Vegas. This is unnecessary roughness. Here's your boy Q. And that guy at the front, at the beginning, he said it right. It is a pool party! It is going down right now, as you can hear in the background with the music pumping. The Azilo Ultra Pool is the spot to be inside the Sahara, Las Vegas. And as I said, everyone is jumping in. Raider Nation, everybody has jumped in, right? The pool is packed. The patio, the all the nice little cabanas are full. You got the uh, patio equipment, you know, the, the layouts so you can sit there and, and get on the chair or get on the, the recliners. We're here on stage. Myself and Mateo, my side, he's side-by-side side with me. We're on a nice little shaded stage. We're trying to avoid some of the sun, but, I mean, I don't know. We're outside by the pool, so we're obviously going to get some sun, but it's okay. It is a great day to have a great day with Raider Nation Radio 920, and I encourage you to start your weekend off right now. Whatever you are doing, wherever you're at, just get up from that spot and head on over to Sahara Las Vegas. One thing is off top. It's free to get in. It's free parking. So you don't have to worry about none of that nonsense. But you walk in, you're 21 and over, show your ID, and you pick your spot. You go where you want to go. You check out all the massive screens that they have here. They have the cabanas. They have all the the little beach layouts. They've got everything you want. And they have a pool that has become a massive, massive party. And we even have some beach balls. My man Mateo was blowing up the beach balls. He said these things are going to be the death of me, Q. But we got them for you anyway, so come on by say what's up we're on stage we have a, a nice couch right behind us probably can hold about i'd say about 10 people comfortably so why don't you come on by hang out with us in the shade get some food get some drinks i just already had lunch and i normally this is my uh, one of my cardinal rules i never eat before the show i try not to i like to be fired up and energetic and ready to go but i decided you know what let me go ahead and try some little something something before i go on barbecue chicken flatbread it wasn't too heavy wasn't too much, it was just enough. Barbecue sauce, cheddar cheese, mozzarella cheese, shaved red onions, cilantro, all on an amazing flatbread. That's just a snack. That's a snack that I had here. My man Mateo's got a burger over there. Looks like he's got some uh, sweet potato fries cooking over there as well. There's nothing but a good time here at the Sahara Las Vegas, the Zillow Ultra Pool. I definitely encourage you to come on by again. It's a good time to have a good time. Closes at six o'clock. So, as I mentioned, start your weekend off, and I don't know, mm, just go ahead and start off right now. Come on by, hang out with us. We got a lot of prizes. I mentioned the beach balls. We also have what are these things like? I don't know what these are. What are these, Mateo? T- turn your headset on, man. Let me t- tell me what these are. Hey, we got the glow sticks for tonight. Oh, it's a glow stick party. Okay, so it's gonna go from being a beach party to a glow stick party. So you told me earlier that they have what Latin night after this. Oh yeah. Oh, hold on, man. Hold on. Look, summer leagues here. I- I'm I'm expecting myself to go over to the Thomas and Mac and check out check out Victor Wembanyama going up against Brandon Miller, but they have Latin night on top of this beach party. I might not be going anywhere. <laughs> I want to stay myself. I'm just trying to tell you, we are going to have a fantastic time. I've already been hit up by some folks that said, Q, I'm in town. And by the way, I'm at the Sahara Las Vegas. I'll see you in a few when I come make my way down to the pool area. So, again, man, I'll tell you throughout the course of the show, we'll be here till 5 o'clock at least, that I encourage you to come on by, hang out with us. The weather is amazing. Last time we were here, it it rained all morning, right? (laughs) We didn't know if we were going to be able to do the show from here because it was raining. There is not a drop of rain anywhere in sight. The only water that's here is in the pool (laughs) so that is it of course there's uh, cold beverages water of course because you want to stay hydrated but outside of that all the water is in the pool where you need to be so if you come on by make sure you come by with the intentions to jump in the pool cool off have a good time as you can hear the system is thumping the sounds are going the live dj is right across from me she's doing her thing so uh this is the way as mateo you pointed out when i got here Boy, you sure do know how to start a weekend, don't you? <laughs> You're treating me
1: real right. You're doing good things today, Q. Hey,
0: man, look, normally we do the pregame, pregame show at Allegiant Stadium, right, during the regular season. So I, I thought I'd get you out of that element and get you into a different element. This is all right by you? Raider Nation Radio is doing good things, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> And that's coming from a Bronco fan, Raider Nation. I'm just saying that Mateo is here holding it down. I definitely appreciate him, and I appreciate you as well. Of course, we want you to chime in throughout the course of the show. Anything that's on your mind is 702-365-9200. My man Ari is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio as I am here at the Zelo Ultra Pool. So we'll we'll take calls. We'll take your text, 69187. keyword R&R, again, anything that you want to talk about, anything that we're talking about, you can always chime in on the conversation as well. But we do have guests, as we always have some great guests coming up each and every day. Lee Steinberg, Steinberg Sports, he'll represent uh, at 2.30, he'll call in the show. He's a super agent, been around for a very long time. He represents some of the greats in the NFL, including one, Patrick Mahomes. He's actually got a agent academy going on here in Las Vegas, and so we're going to talk to him coming up at 2.30. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about You know, Josh Jacobs, the contract situation as an agent, what would he do? Knowing his client wants the the long-term deal. Knowing his client has the franchise tag. How do you go into negotiations when you have a player who's in a position that has declined in value in the NFL? So that'll be a big subject that we talk with Lee Steinberg coming up at 2.30 at 3 o'clock. My brother Dre is going to join the show. Andre Snellings from ESPN. He's in town, as many people are in town, for Summer League. and So I was going to have him on at 4 o'clock, but Scoot Henderson, who played for the G League Ignite, will be playing at 4 o'clock at the Thomas & Mack Center. So uh, we pushed him up to 3 o'clock to make sure he's able to see that whole game, and then right after Scoot's game, will be Victor Wembanyama going up against Brandon Miller. So it's going to be a hell of a first day for Summer League. I'm looking at some of the games right now. Denver's taking on Milwaukee right now at the Thomas and Mack Center. Milwaukee's up four to two. So as you can tell, it just tipped off. What's up, fellas? How you doing? A couple fellas walking by the stage here at the Sahara Las Vegas, and you can do the same. Come on by. So Andre Snellens will join us to talk all things NBA Summer League, what he's looking for. Of course, it's the Victor talk. It's a, it's the Scoot Henderson talk. It's the Brandon Miller talk. And everyone who is anyone is in town. They've come from far and wide to be here. It's already sold out, sold out, sold out. Had a good friend text me this morning and said, Hey, man, you're going to the game. I think I'll go. I'm going to check it out online to see, uh, see what the tickets are like. And I said, brother, they are sold out. And they are. And, of course, that doesn't mean anything. You could always still get tickets, but they are very, very pricey if you're going to get them. So, for the most part, they are already sold out. So, we'll talk to Andre Snellings. Again, my brother Dre from ESPN. Professor DRZ on Twitter coming up at 3 o'clock. Ted Wynn from The Athletic. Good friend. Film analysis. He breaks it down, right? He's going to join us at 3.30. And he had a really good conversation. Me and him have been texting back and forth for the last few days he had a really good conversation with one mad Max Crosby where he sat down and broke down film with them, broke down some of the, the plays that Max had from 2022, and Max, with a with a memory that just does not forget anything, broke it on down with them. So Ted had a really good piece that's out on The Athletic right now. If you have not checked it and you have a subscription to The Athletic, this is what you need it for. You need it for an article like this one. It's called Raiders. Max Crosby breaks down how he transformed into a complete defensive force from Ted Wynn. And that just dropped earlier today. As a Matter of fact, uh, we started talking on Wednesday because it was supposed to drop out, drop then. And then his uh, his editor said, "No, let's push it to Thursday." So when we pushed the conversation to Thursday, then they said, "No, you know what? Let's go ahead and push it to Friday." So it dropped earlier today, and uh, we're going to get Ted to talk about it, talk about his conversations in the sit down with Max Crosby. That'll be at three thirty. Of course, we got cover three NFL news and notes of the day, and we got a lot more conversation to get to as well. We'll always ask for your Feedback on the show, 702-365-9200, and the don'tbebroke.com text line 69187, keyword R&R. Sir Whiskey Ray already hit us up and said, Q, now that's a way to open today's show with Summertime by Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. And that's fine work of Ari, who, again, is behind the wheels of steel there in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And we do appreciate him. And at some point, he's going to have his computer up and running so we can, uh, you know, communicate a little bit better. But, hey, you know, it's only eight minutes into the show, so we'll make it do what it do when it do would it do, but we do appreciate Ari and everything that he's got cooking behind the scenes. So, with that being said, Lee Steinberger at 2.30, we got Andre Snellings at 3, Ted Wynn at 3.30, and we have a lot more for you, cover three and more, coming up at 4 o'clock. With all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive.
1: The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM is brought to you by Paul Padalaw. Law. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery.
0: And for the most part, I know we're going to talk a little summer league and we'll do some Cover 3 NFL news, kind of scatter shoot. For the most part, this show is about Max Crosby. It really is, and, and, you know, it really started yesterday when we started getting into the conversation of, you know, defensive goals, and I started talking about sacks and 40 sacks should be the goal and 20 interceptions, and I really stuck with that, and I'm going to stick with that. That's going to be the number I put out there. Now, that don't mean that's the number that the Raiders are putting out there or that's what defensive coordinator Patrick Graham's going to put out there, but that's the number I'm sticking by. If they go 40 and 20, I just about guarantee a playoff berth, but that's just me. I want to narrow it down now. To just Max Crosby, because remember, he went from being a fourth-round pick, a guy who had to go uh, get with Deuce Gruden, get in the weight room, and actually get some size, to where he is right now, who is a bona fide star in the NFL. So, it was funny last night the NFL, you know, throughout the course of, you know, the offseason right now before training camp, they go back and they start finding stats and they start tweeting out different information. So, they tweeted out about a 2-3 minute clip of Max Crosby and some of his stats last night and they said he led the NFL in tackles for losses, TFLs with 22. So it's one thing to get after the quarterback and be a specialist on just the pass rush. It's another thing to be able to stop the run as well, and that's what Max Crosby has evolved into, uh, a run stuffer, a pass rusher. I mean, he's just the ultimate guy, which goes back to, to Ted Wynn's piece that he put in The Athletic that is basically he is the ultimate guy, like all around. Like when Khalil Mack was winning Defensive Player of the Year for the Raiders back in, what, 2016? It's because he had an all-around game. He was able to stop the run, and he did that early. He learned that really early. Well, this is something that Max has evolved into. So I tweeted out something to the effect of Max is a beast and continues to get better and better each and every year. So my guy, Johnny, responded and said he's almost. And I said, almost what? (laughs) Right? I mean, and and honestly, when I say that, I wasn't being a smart aleck. I was being honest, like, almost what? I said, "Uh, the Raiders have questions, and, and, and they have problems on defense, but Max ain't one of them. So then he responded he said he almost gets home. He almost wrecks the game, almost converts that spin move, almost keeps his balance. If he puts it together, he could be Defensive Player of the Year. Hopefully this year, and the Raiders, unfortunately, will still blow. Ha-ha, have a good one. That was from Johnny. And I just don't know. So to to that, I realized at that point, okay, he's he's, he's trolling because he can't possibly believe that. My response to him, and I had one response and I was done. What are your expectations for Max Crosby? He had 12 and a half sacks in 2022, 22 tackle for losses, 89 total tackles, three forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, and a block field goal on top of that. He did all of that, <laughs> and you're calling him almost? <laughs> he ain't almost. Oh, and by the way, he didn't have any help. Chandler Jones was a no-show. Interior push was a no-show. Linebackers were a no-show. Secondary was a no-show. Nobody helped out Max on that defense. He was a one-man band that teams could literally look at and say, don't allow him to wreck the game. And what did he do? He turned that into a 12-and-a-half sack season, 22 tackles for losses, 89 total tackles, three forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, and a blocked field goal attempt. And trust and believe he's not satisfied with that. He wants more. As a matter of fact, when we did the Raider Roundtable, when we had Raider Content Day, when it was JT, Eric Allen, and myself, we had a real lengthy conversation with Max Crosby, almost, almost 20 minutes long. Matter of fact, maybe at 4.30 I might run that whole thing in its entirety just because it's that stinking good. But I asked him about continuing to evolve because that's what he says. Every time he sees us, I'm still working on my game. I'm still trying to get better. I want to be a Hall of Famer. I got a lot that I got to work on. I'm, I'm trying to grind, grind, grind each and every day. Here's what Max Crosby had to say to me from Raider Content Day when I asked him what's next.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, I'm so far from where I want to be, mm-hmm. um, not only, you know, from a personal standpoint, but as as an organization, I want to win. Um, that's the number one thing. Um, I put, I, I literally start from in January, and I don't stop <laughs> until January, <laughs> and like, I want to be playing in February, I want to yeah. be playing in the biggest games, I want to be on TV, I want everyone to see the work I'm putting in and see yeah. what this team is doing, and, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in that, and, you know, obviously, you know, the money and all that's cool, but like... That's not why I started playing football. I started playing in second grade. I've been playing my whole life. Yep. This is what I've I, I want to do. This is my legacy. I feel like God put me on earth to play football, and be an example um, of overcoming adversity. And like, I really, true, I, I truly believe like this is just the beginning for me i feel like i'm going to take a whole another step this year and in these next five to seven years i'm really going to be entering my prime and being the best version of myself and that's why i take it so serious that's why i talk about my craft and my work ethic and i really talk about it because i take it so serious and i do it on a daily basis and that's all i know and um i really want to maximize my career at the highest level and that's why i put so much into it and um you know, I feel like, you know, my legacy at the end of the day is, is the most important thing. What I what I leave, um, you know, when I'm done is, is everything.
0: That is not lip service there, ladies and gentlemen. Not at all. Not even close. When Max Crosby says that, Max Crosby believes that. That's why I wanted to make sure I, I ran that back, just to point that part out. Because this dude does not take time off. This dude continues to work and work and work and grind. And he may take a couple days just to get the body right or make it feel a little bit better. But then at the end of the day, he just keeps going and keeps going and keeps working and keeps busting his tail. And that's what he's doing. So I ask you, Raider Nation, 702 365 9200, also the don'tbebroke.com text line 69187 keyword RR. What are your expectations for Max Crosby this season? How do you think he can evolve his game? Remember what he did in 2022. Again, 12 and a half sacks, 22 tackles for loss, 89 total tackles, three forced fumbles, a fumble recovery and a blocked field goal attempt. Let me know what he could do, what you think he's gonna do this upcoming year for the Silver and Black. 702-365-9200, again, 702-365-9200, and the don'tbebroke.com text line 69187, keyword R&R. And I'll go ahead and start it off. He had 12 and a half sacks. You know, I think that, I'm gonna start, start with the number at 15. I'm gonna just put the number at 15 when it comes to sacks. But more importantly, instead of just the number of of sacks that he has or, you know, forced fumbles or fumble recoveries, tackles, more importantly than that, I think that Max Crosby, with with the help that he has now and assuming, and it's a big assumption, assuming that his help is going to actually help him this year, I'm going to say that he's going to have an opportunity to make more of those big splash plays, more of those plays at the end of games where you know that, the offense has got to do a certain thing like they did Thursday night. Baker Mayfield having to go 98 yards. And look, on that on that drive, what's up, my man? On that drive that Baker Mayfield had that eventually won the game for the Rams, Max did his job. He got to him. Baker was in the end zone. It should have been a safety because it, was a, it should have been a holding penalty. I mean, the dude was wrapped around his neck, but we know how it goes. We know how it goes, right? You're not going to get those calls, and you can't look for them. You have to just go and complete the play. But that would have been an ideal moment to have that big splash play, right? Just to either strip, sack Baker Mayfield, get him in the end zone. Anything would, have, anything would have won the game outside of, well, affecting him, sacking him, and then have Jerry Tillery have a penalty, right? Which is ultimately what happened, which was not the way it was supposed to go. But more plays like that, more of those game-enders, game-changers, seal the deal. For example, when Deron Harmon against the Houston Texans, right, Allegiant Stadium, Looks like Houston's going to lose, but it also looks like they're driving. Then all of a sudden, Duran comes up with a big interception, pick six, game over. Everyone at Legion Stadium celebrates. Those are the what I'm talking about, the closers. The closing plays is what I think you're going to see more of from Max Crosby this year. And I honestly, without talking to him, believe that that's what his goal is going to be. And I think this year he'll actually have an opportunity to be able to be that closer and be that guy because he should have a Tyree Wilson helping him. We'll see what Chandler Jones is able to bring to the table. We're, we'll see what happens with the with the interior push. You know, I can't just assume those guys are going to be uh, better because we haven't seen it. But they added a lot of guys on defense. And if those guys are, are, are halfway worth what they're supposed to be worth, then he's going to have an extra second. Even an extra second could be a game changer for him. So what are you looking for? How do you think Mad Max Crosby can end up even having a better season. Or maybe you don't think he's going to have a better season in 2023. What are your expectations for him in 2023? I did want to tell you about this article, and we'll actually have this guy on the show, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday here on Radio Nation Radio, 920 Necessary Roughness. Uh, Eric Edholm from uh, NFL.com, he put out an article about all AFC teams, non-quarterback MVPs, in his opinion. And, of course, Max Crosby was the one for the Raiders. Now, for the rest of the AFC West, Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, I think it's a no-brainer. Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman for the Chargers, and for the Broncos, Pat Sertan. Again, all three very good players in the NFL. Max Crosby was the non-quarterback MVP for the Raiders. In his opinion, he said there's absolutely a strong case to be made for either receiver Devontae Adams or running back Josh Jacobs in this spot. Jacobs arguably was the Raiders overall MVP last season when you consider how much he did and with Jimmy G already coming in as an injury risk at quarterback, Jacobs figures to be plenty busy again, but Crosby is pretty special too. The Raiders have more questions on the defensive side of the ball. Again, he's not good enough to clean up everyone else's mistakes, but that won't stop him from trying. There aren't 10 players, this is real important right here, there aren't 10 players in the league who play with a hotter motor and arguably not that many who make more of an impact on their defense. He goes on to say about Chandler Jones, fell off significantly last season, especially early on. 2023 first rounder Tyree Wilson might come in a bit behind, given the fact he hasn't practiced yet, continuing to rehab that foot surgery. Puts an enormous burden on Crosby, but he's been up to the challenge almost since the day he stepped foot on the NFL field. So high praises right there, as Max Crosby was slotted in as the Raiders' non-quarterback MVP. And again, I, I like how he says Jacobs could be that guy, Devontae Adams could be that guy, but I think hands down, without an argument, we could all say that Max Crosby is that guy. So with all that being said, Raider Nation, again, would love to hear from you. What do you think? What are your expectations for Max Crosby this upcoming year? What's his encore performance look like? How does he grow and get better even in 2023? 702-365-9200 and also the Don'tBeBroke.com text line 69187, keyword r r Sir Whiskey Ray, he chimed in again, said, Q, happy Friday. I expect Crosby to have 17-plus sacks and be a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. Mad Max is a sleeping giant that's from sir whiskey ray on the Don'tBeBroke.com text line and that's the thing you know these these pass rushers like tj watt of course you hear nick bosa every single year these elite guys miles garrett they're all up there around you know 16 17 18 just about consistently every year max was at 12 and a half so that's why i put the number at 15 i think 15 is a really good jumping off spot i think that's when people start noticing what you're doing right and and when i mean notice i mean notice in a major way when you're at 15 It's like, okay, hey, wait, what's that dude doing in Vegas? Hold on, that guy's really dominating. And that's when, if you remember, when Khalil Mack won Defensive Player of the Year, he had 15 sacks. He had a lot of forced fumbles and a lot of strip sacks towards the end of the the games. He he closed out a lot of games. It's almost like that's the blueprint I'm looking at for Max Crosby, not saying he's going to be Khalil Mack, not saying he's that same dude, but in his own way, he's his dude, and he, he has the same tools, he has the same traits, he has the same abilities to get it done like a Khalil Mack did when he won Defensive Player of the Year. Now, part of that also, another reason why Khalil won Defensive Player of the Year that year is because the Raiders were winning, right? That helps. So there's always that, 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 that little amount of uh, fans, that little, you know, pocket of fans that will complain and get upset because they'll look at the numbers, the pure numbers, the sacks, the tackles for losses, and say, wait, how come he's not in the running for that? Well, because the team won six games, right? So that's part of it. You got to win some games. You've got to be a team. You know, that that Khalil Mack-led team went to the playoffs. So it all made sense that he was Defensive Player of the Year. So, again, it goes back to the number that I was talking about yesterday when it came to 40 sacks. If you're already spotting the Raiders 15 sacks with with Max Crosby, again, you're just asking the rest of the team to step up, step up and play their role. If you can get one other guy in double digits, now, now you're cooking with grease. It's funny, when I went back and did the research, and I did this for my podcast for today, I went back and did the research on even the playoff teams in, in the playoffs in 2022. Every single one of that those teams had at least 30 sacks. The minimum was 30 sacks. The Raiders had 27. The year the Raiders went to the playoffs last, 2021, when they went on that improbable run, that four-game win streak that I didn't think was going to happen, but it did, they had 35 sacks that season. 35. So they were plus eight compared to what they had last year. So, again, I mean, even if you want to – Lower the expectations a little bit. I don't. I want to go ahead and make sure that those expectations are as high as possible. You get 30, feel pretty good about your chances to make the playoffs. Every single playoff team from a year ago, from this last year, had at least 30 sacks. It's funny. We talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, and we talk about their high-profile offense. You know how many sacks they had last year? 55. We talk about the Eagles in their 70, and we're like, man, they got it done by defense. You know who else got it done by defense when it mattered? The Kansas City Chiefs. They had 55 sacks in 2022 as the number one seed. Matter of fact, the one team that was a really good team that had those 30 sacks, which was the the least, was the Cincinnati Bengals. They only had 30. I say only, but they had about 15 interceptions. (laughs) So, again, when I talk about it and I bring it up all the time because I I do think it's got to be a point of emphasis, that's the recipe. Yes, you got to be able to score, obviously. you got to be able to compete with the likes of the Kansas City Chiefs, you got to be able to compete with the likes of the Bengals, the Bills, everyone in the AFC, obviously the Chargers and the Broncos in the AFC West. But you got to be able to come up with stops. you got to be able to come up with big plays when big plays are needed. So I don't think that there's a coincidence when you go back and really do the do the homework and do the math and look at it. No team that was in the playoffs in 2022 had less than 30 sacks. So if Max gets 15, he's halfway there. The team is halfway there. That just means that the rest of them just got to step up and do their job. So I'll throw it out there again to you, Raider Nation, when we don't have a guest, of course, you can chime in on the phone lines at 702-365-9200, but the, the, the don'tbebroke.com text line is real easy to use. 69187, make sure you use the keyword R&R. If you don't use r our good friends at ESPN Las Vegas will get in. Cofield and the company will wonder what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Crosby, 18, whatever, they're gonna be like, I don't know what that means. So make sure you use the keyword r r 69187, keyword R&R. Let me know, what are your expectations? for Mad Max Crosby this season. And it doesn't have to just be a sack total. It could be sacks. It could be forced fumbles. It could be strip sacks. It could be closing moments out in in, in important moments in games. Like I said, that's where I think the key is going to be. He'll get his numbers, but I think he's going to have the big splash plays when he's able to close out games, very importantly, close out games. I see you. I see you. I see you. Look, he's a Bronco fan. We got it. We got it. We got it. You're going to give us your hat. You want to give us your hat? Oh, okay. Well, look, if you give your if you put your head on the table, I might give it away. I don't want to give your hat away. <laughs> I don't want to give your hat away. <laughs> Be good, brother. It's uh yeah, I mean he don't know. Them. Look, somebody's got to root for the other guys. Somebody's got a root for the other guys. <laughs> well, hey, we on the radio, don't cuss. All right, so there we go. There you go. So this is how we do. Look, there's all kind of people coming up here at the Sahara Las Vegas inside the Zilla Ultra Lounge. We're having a good time. We encourage everybody to come on by, say what's up. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks so much for coming by. Good stuff. Good stuff. Coming up next, Super Agent Lee Steinberg joins the show. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.
1: That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Brought to you by Paul Padala. It's not about the injury. It's about the recovery.
0: Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Live at the Azilo Ultra Pool. All right, we're expecting to hear from Lee Steinberg, super agent. In a matter of minutes, he's calling into the station. Ari is standing by in the studio waiting to get his call. In the meantime, in between time, thank you, Patty. Appreciate you. My man Patty showed up with these tickets to give out. So if you come on by, Stephen Marley Theater at the Virgin Hotels, Thursday, July 13th. You want to go out and have a good night, we got you. Got the tickets right there for you. All you got to do is come on by and say what's up. Again, we're here at the Zelo Ultra Pool inside the Sahara Las Vegas. It's a good time to have a good time on this Friday and hang out with us. Been throwing it out there on the don'tbebroke.com text sign, at 69187 keyword R&R. Thoughts on Max Crosby, what you think he could do in 2023. We'll get back to your calls and texts in a matter of minutes. Lee Steinberg joins us now on the phone lines, the super agent. And, Lee, thanks so much for your time. It's great to catch up with you once again. And I'll tell you what, it's really hot in, in, in Vegas right now. Of course, uh, a lot is going on, including Summer League in Vegas right now. How big is this for you as you have an event coming up here in Vegas
2: as well? Well, um, the first thing to say is that all of a sudden Las Vegas went from being a stepchild in professional sports to having two uh, uh, full time franchises and about to get a third. So um, it, and eventually you'll get an NBA franchise. So it, that's exciting. But uh, we did this Agent Academy a year ago in Las Vegas at the uh, Ahern Hotel. It's going to be. And it's my way of trying to train a new generation of sports professionals. Not just agents, but they could work for a team, a league, a conference, an athletic department, or marketing, or something else. But you go to business school, law school, uh, sports management program, and they teach you the principles, but they don't teach you specific skills. So this is our attempt to bring a new generation along with ethics and values that go through a mock negotiation where half of them play general managers and half of them play player agents. They have to recruit this year. It'll be Warren moon. Um, and they have to learn and hone their listening skills. They have to, uh, brand and market. Um, they have to set up a charitable foundation and to, uh, do damage control for an athlete that's lost his way. So uh, we've done it about 30 times, and um, so it will be this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in uh, in town. Nice. I like it. And you've been doing it for a very long
0: time, and you've represented some very, very high-profile clients, including Patrick Mahomes. I wanted to ask you, Lee, If you're the agent for a running back, first of all, how difficult would it be to represent a running back these days since the value of that position has declined?
2: You know, and it's strange because uh, this started, oh, gosh, 15 years ago where different people in scouting and administration in the NFL said, well, we can find a running back in the fifth round or the third round that will be just as good, and they don't play very long. And all that combined to take a position that's really still critical mm-hmm. uh, because without a running game, your passer is at severe risk of being uh, uh, dismembered and, um, a- and making it less uh, than that position used to be paid. When I started, running backs were right there with quarterbacks, but now four positions in free agency have come to the fore, and it's a uh, quarterback, always left tackle or tackle for blindside, uh, an edge rusher, and a shutdown corner of safety. And those players are hard to find in the draft. They rarely get out uh, if they're talented in free agency. And running backs um, uh, were, were, for example, tackles went up greatly in value. Uh, offensive guards went down with this new system
0: yeah no they, they really have and of course we're here in vegas we're covering the raiders we're here on raider nation radio 920 and we're looking at josh jacobs and he had, he led the league in rushing lee and he you know has the franchise tag he hasn't signed it yet he can't inquire any kind of fines or anything but how does the agent kind of you know try to negotiate with a, a front office knowing that hey the value of the position has gone down but the player means so much to the team
2: you know, it reminds me years ago when I was doing Thurman Thomas, uh, who went to the Hall of Fame for Buffalo, and I tried to work out what percentage he was of the offense to argue that he ought to be paid like a quarterback. Well, we never got there, but we got much more than running backs are paid. So you have to make the argument, both in the running game, blocking and uh, receiving, <clears throat> how invaluable that! that player is uh, incidentally one of the things we're doing at the agent academy is we're going over to uh the raider stadium and having a tour and then we're having the public relations head um uh, uh will kiss yeah we gonna yep. do a interaction with uh, with the young people uh, the only team i ever actually owned season tickets for was the raiders yeah starting when i was in law school and then when they came to la and then when they went back so uh and i used to sit in the top row in the early days in Oakland next to the young guy whose name was mark (laughs) and um uh, and we cheered and yelled and everything and that was mark davis now he owns the team Right, there's no doubt. Lee Steinberg, Super
0: Agent, joins us here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. And I was in Atlanta at your party a few years back when the Super Bowl was there, and you actually gave Mark Davis an award, and you know him very well. What award was that? Because I, I do forget, but just what can you tell us about Mark Davis from what you know about
2: him? Um, he's uh, very bright. Um, he's got a winning way. Uh, you wouldn't know that he owned uh, – a team by the way he carries himself. Um he cares a lot about people. He's um uh and and very bright. I mean eventually they'll figure all this out and uh uh be better but uh you know they've just had some tough days. Yeah, no, they, they have, and I know that they're doing
0: everything they can, and I know that Mark Davis has mentioned it many times. He's doing everything he can to get a winner. He has a winner in the Aces already. Now he's trying to get a winner back with the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, Lee Steinberg joins us here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So some of our your features that you guys have going on with this agent academy. You mentioned having, you know, negotiations going up against, you know, having somebody represent, have somebody be the, the GM. What else are you guys going to be doing and teaching in this academy?
2: So, um, so that's all recruiting skills, and it's can you draw out another human being and understand their deepest anxieties and fears and their greatest hopes and dreams so you can put yourself in the heart and mind of the other person? And then we're going to have them do a branding and marketing uh, uh, exercise where, because of NIL and how prevalent. Uh, players are today and use the internet to establish a brand they're going to have to set one up for a player and then they're going to um, take a cause that's dear to a player and learn how to set up a charitable foundation with leading business figures political figures and community leaders on the board and then do something like Patrick Mahomes does with 15 in the Mahomes where he helps out rich kids in Kansas City and Texas, um, or what work Dunn did, which is to put the 200 single mother and her family into the first home they'll ever own by making a down payment and outfitting it.
0: How important is it that the players do that, and, and really, when you know, like, invest themselves in the community that they play in, so they're more adhering not only to the team but also the community.
2: I think they have uh, inherent responsibility. Remember that pro sports is not uh, butter on the table or a car to drive to work. It's a discretionary entertainment spending. And they've got a unique opportunity. um, And I think of Las Vegas, I think of when I represented Lennox Lewis, and he did a public service announcement that said real men don't hit women. Right. So they could be role models, but they can also set up these charitable and community programs and make a positive impact and if they're not interested in doing that I'm not interested in representing
0: them. Well you represented some of the best of the best for sure and for a very long time I actually saw on your Twitter a throwback picture of Steve Young and Troy Aikman in Honolulu or, or Hawaii for uh, for the Pro Bowl and thought that that was awesome and realized how long your story career has been. One last question for you Lee if you could think of one time where the negotiations with a, a player and a team was the most difficult maybe that you ever you ever really experienced, but you came out on top?
2: It was always the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, <laughs> I had their first-round draft pick in uh, uh, 1987, 1989, 1993. <laughs> if... if uh, I represented astronauts. Mike Brown, their owner, would uh, uh, own the franchise on the moon. And uh, so back before the TV contract exploded the way it has, which means that every team in the sport like football is completely profitable. They are in baseball, too. Um, the They would argue they were in a small market. And I uh, remember one day Mike Brown looked at me and said, you know, Lee. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You lose, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, uh, but all the I had the first pick overall in the draft uh, with Kajana Carter and Dan Wilkinson, and I had a Keeley Smith there. That, he was very, very tough. Now, because of the salary cap, you don't have differential in terms of how teams take players.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's a little bit easier to get these deals done with these uh, early draft picks. Well, Lee, fantastic stuff as always. It's always great to catch up with you. Let us know about your academy one more time.
2: It's uh, Go to SteinbergSpeaks.com. Uh, it'll be Sunday night, Monday, and Tuesday at the Ahern uh, Hotel in, in Las Vegas. And... Um, Uh, We have people of all ages, and and we've trained thousands of people. And this is a great way to jumpstart your career if you're just getting going or to switch careers later. And the skills will help you whatever profession you end up in because we all have to recruit and sell and negotiate and and, uh, brand ourselves and market. And and, uh, this is the best uh, education program we have
0: i bet my money on it for sure because I know, like I said, what you've been able to do over the course of your long-storied career. Well, Lee, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate you as always, and uh, have fun at the Academy of this upcoming weekend and uh, at the beginning of next week. Thank you kindly. Thank you so much. Lee Steinberg right there, Steinberg Sports legendary agent right there, has plenty. I mean, you just go back and look at his resume. That is one Hell of a resume. So there we go right there. Definitely appreciate Lee and his time. 2.44 is the time. We're at the Zelo Ultra Pool. Tell, come on by, man. I got a froze that just came up in front of me. This froze is amazing. I got 32 ounces of it. Last time I had to keep refilling it, refilling it, refilling it. This time I got 32 ounces of froze. I have a custom design collector's edition cup. You don't want to miss it. you got to make sure you have it. Come on by. Get the 32 ouncer Make sure you get this cup that you can take home that says Sahara Las Vegas. It's going to keep your drink nice and cool like it's keep in mind. I'm about to crack into it and you can too. Come on by here. Hang out with us. Parking is free. Free to get in. 21 and over is all you need to be. Come on hang out with us with Radio Nation Radio 920. And Herbert's going for the QB sneak. Trying over the top didn't and he it. didn't get it. Max Crosby dove over the top. Would not let Herbert get that first down. And this is going to be a turnover on downs. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Live at the Azila Ultra Pool. And that's what it's all about on today's show. It's all about Max Crosby. Mad Max Crosby. 702-365-9200-619-187. Keyword R&R. So don'tbebroke.com. Text line. Want to get your thoughts. What are your expectations for Max Crosby this season? You just heard that uh, very nice illustration from J- uh, from Jason Horowitz, the voice of the silver and black, on that, uh, that turnover that Max Crosby caused by forcing Justin Herbert back, not allowing him to pick up the first down. Those are the kind of things that Max Crosby does. So what are your expectations for him? Again, we're at the Zillow Ultra Pool inside the Sahara Las Vegas, free to get in, free to park. Great food and drink specials. All you got to do is come on by, say what's up. We got plenty of prizes. Already had a couple people stop by from Cali and say, hey, we listen every day. We're glad to be here with you. So uh, that's all you got to do, too. Come on by, hang out, and get ready to jump in the pool. Let's go out to the phone lines, though. Let's talk to our good friend, Raider Tone. Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's on your mind, brother?
3: Hey, man, you're painting a pretty picture out there. You're hanging out by the pool, man. I wonder how many honeys are out there you guys are checking out. But I'm just (laughs) a professional. It's a family show, Tone. It's a family show. uh, I know, man. Hey, but uh, no, real quick on that. Uh, uh, that was a really interesting interview, too. I'll get to my uh, Max thing real quick. Is when he talked about him, Simon Thurman Thomas back in the day, and the percentage of plays that the uh, he was on the offense. That really caught my attention. And we know what Josh Jacobs had. He had to get three hundred plus touches. So yep. we also know he can't do that again because it's not it's not good for the body. But I, I thought that was a really interesting. Just you just that was a good interview, a very good interview. Um, I want to see I want to see Max uh, first first-team All-Pro. I mean, I I was a guy, a lifelong Raider fan, but I would always make the argument that Boza Boza was better than than Max, and I can't say that now. Max and them are about a tie, but I think Max has got to get into that. uh, I don't know if he can get to Aaron Donald. We're talking uh, one of the greats, Aaron Donald, you know, in the top five, but I need to see him tighten up the run a little bit. I mean, he gets that really, you know, swim move, around the corner, you know, high speed coming on the sides, but I would be lying and not be true. right if I say he doesn't get bit every once in a while, where they, they come right up, they come on the inside of him, and they, they get a ten yard pop on him. So I want to see him tighten that up. Okay. But first team all pro, uh I got a duplicate twelve to have sex where he got at least like you said fifteen, and duplicate force fumbles at three. He's got to have that for him to be in that conversation of the Aaron Donalds, Miles Garrett, and then you you know when Chris Jones turns it on for the Chiefs, man, you yep. see what he did. I mean, that's a whole different thing. But, uh, hey, man, you enjoyed the summer. I'm going to see you this summer, See you out in the, the stadium this year, man. You have a good good summer, brother. All uh, right, you too. Raider Tone, great call right there, my man. And, yeah, I mean,
0: and look, he stepped up in a major way against the run last year. Is, could it be better? Absolutely, and I think he'd tell you that. It could still be better, but I think that he is improving in a major way. There was one point where it was just pin his ears back and get after the quarterback, and that's all he was going to do. Now he's been working on his game. And I do, like I said, think that he's going to continue to to develop that and show what he can do uh, in this upcoming season. And I'm excited to talk to Ted Wynn coming up at 3.30 about his sit-down with Max Crosby. And I'll tell you this, just a little bit of a a, a tease for that interview coming up at 3.30. Max has a new theme. He has a new motto. He has something, some goal. Remember we were talking about goals and that the team should have goals and so should the players? He has some. And so he talked to Ted about that. We'll do that at 3.30. But again, com text line is wide open at 69187 keyword R&R as well. Robin Oakland said, Q, I believe Lee Seinberg is a Raiders fan and has season tickets in Oakland. With the theme of the greatest Raider players of all time, can you ask him uh, about the all-time Raiders offensive line? Maybe ask him about some lesser-known Raiders that he enjoyed watching. Rob in Oakland, sorry about that. I got to that text obviously a little bit late, but he did mention that he had season tickets and that he sat next to this little kid named Mark. <laughs> Turned out to be Mark Davis. And yeah, when he was in um, when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, it was the Patriots and, uh, and the Rams, they squared up. The Patriots won that Super Bowl. He, uh, Mark Davis won the Humanitarian Award, that's what it was. It was uh, Lee gave him the Humanitarian Award, and, uh, and I was there on hand for that. And that was well before, that was like 2019, so that was well before I made my way to Vegas. So that was pretty cool. But Lee and his uh, Super Bowl parties are amazing. Next level. Matter of fact, it's funny, Lee was really smart. When Patrick Mahomes was coming out of college at Texas Tech, he had two of his uh, clients, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Jones. Uh, he had both of those guys, and uh, he walked them around Radio Row in Houston. He walked them around, and all he did is introduce them to different different radio stations, kind of got them familiar with talking to the media, had them sit down and talk with everybody, and just, just, again, got them familiar with the scene. And then Aaron Jones went on to get drafted by the Green Bay Packers, and he's got multiple contracts as a running back. Again, the running back position is devalued, but a running back out of UTEP has has uh, made a nice little way for himself in the NFL. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes is, well, Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> there's that. Raider Mike in Colorado hit us up, 69187, keyword R&R, then we'll take a break. Q, my expectation for Mad Max this year is Defensive Player of the Year and nothing less. Also, bold prediction, Max will get his first career interception and take it to the house at Allegiant Stadium. Go Raiders. That's Raider Mike in Colorado. That is a great way right there to drop the mic. I like that. Good stuff. And, look, I'm not going to say that Defensive Player of the Year or bust because there's a lot that goes into that. He could have a phenomenal season and still not get Defensive Player of the Year. But as long as he's in that conversation, I think that that's a win, right? If if, if he's up there in the mix and people are saying, well, you know, Max Crosby might win that award in Vegas, then then that, that means that he had a hell of a season. I think it starts with 15 sacks, and I think it, close, it starts out with closing a lot of games as well. Ha, my man Vegas Jess is in the building. Michelle's in the building. We are here at the Azilo Ultra Pool. We're inside the Sahara Las Vegas. It's free to get in, free to park. Come on by, have a good time. Vegas Jess has got his shorts on. He's getting in the water. Vegas Jess is ready to get into the water. He's got his suit on. Okay, it's going down, and it can go down for you as well. So come on by, hang out with us. We're here till at least 5 o'clock. We're here with Raider Nation Radio 920. We got my man Andre Snellings from ESPN. He'll kick off hour number two of the show.